Welcome to the Companion Briefing Podcast. This week, commencing May 10th, we're going to discuss the release of not one, but two new sci-fi shows. Talk about some of the content you might have missed on the Companion, as well as tease what we've got coming this week and much more. I'm your host, Tommy Terry Green, and I'm joined by our editor, James Hoare. Hi, James. Hi, Tommy. How's it going? It's good. It's good. I'm excited to talk about the uh, new shows last week. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we, you know, that's what we signed up for when we decided to do the briefing. It's not our fault that a Doctor Who sidekick was implicated in some horrors. Yeah, it's a little bit lighter this week. So the first of the new shows that kind of came out last week was Jupiter's Legacy. I think Netflix, a while ago, I think quite a few years ago, picked up the rights for all of the Miller World, Mark Miller back catalogue of Image Comics. How much of the other Mark Miller canon have you read or have you seen the other films of that you enjoy? Because obviously the films released, we've got Wanted, Kick-Ass 1 and 2, and of course Kingsman 1 and 2. Are you a fan of any of those? Are you a fan of Miller's work? I am a fan of Miller's work. Uh, Mark Miller actually rang me up once when I was editor of Sci-Fi Now to say that Sci-Fi Now is his favourite magazine. And as soon as it arrived, he had a subscription. As soon as it arrives, he'd run a deep bath and then he'd just sit in the bath reading Sci-Fi Now. So I feel as though I owe him one. I've read most of them in Nemesis and I think Starlight. I liked Superior. Uh, oh, Superior. Yeah, that was quite good. His work in like the Marvel canon is some of the best i mean he wrote civil war he wrote old man logan oh wait, did he write red sun was that i think that was that was him as well in dc yeah so it's weird so i think mike miller's influence is kind of stronger second hand than first hand he's if it wasn't for mike miller's ultimates we wouldn't have right avengers you know civil war we wouldn't have that he was i think very deeply involved in the kind of Marvel Phase 1 films. I think he was a creative consultant on Iron Man or Iron Man 2 or something like that. His work on Ultimate X-Men, which was inspired by the Brian Singer films, kind of really put the X-Men back at the top of their, their game within Marvel Comics. And like you say, Red Sun, which was cited by Henry Cavill during The Making of Man of Steel as being one of his kind of totemic superman stories and the first series that we're seeing from that is jupiter's legacy uh, i've not seen it yet have you james uh, yeah i have I'm a, I'm a good halfway into it at the moment it's an odd one because i think it's the only one of that kind of era of miller world releases that i hadn't actually read i think i might have gotten the first couple of issues before life got in the way and do you know what it's it's fine it's just fine. Right. It's um, we're at this era of superhero TV now, where with the exception of like Winter Soldier and Falcon and stuff, we, we're fully capable of replicating the production values and aesthetics of a mid '90s superhero movie on the small screen. So make of that what you will. <laughs> Matt Lanta, the voice of Clone Wars Anakin Skywalker, is in it, and that, that's a nice segue to the uh, next movies. Yeah, that's excellent. So yeah, of course, many would say Rebels is like the follow-on from the Clone Wars, but the new Star Wars show that released last week um, on Star Wars Day, May 4th, was uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, which I feel was very much the absolute sequel, whereas Rebels was kind of a, you know, just another animated show within the canon, whereas The Bad Batch feels very much like a direct sequel to the Clone Wars. It's really, really, really good. You can actually read my review of it on Sci-Fi Now. Spoiler alert, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Did, did you watch any of The Clone Wars, James? Oh, I did. I loved it, but I, I didn't see that last series. 
and the uh, the lost episodes I missed out on that as well. So I'm I'm way behind. Um, last I saw, Sokatano was walking off into the sunset. I gather things have happened since then. <laughs> things have happened since then. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely check out season seven. Uh, the first four episodes, I believe, are the ones that are directly related to the Bad Batch, where it's kind of the backdoor pilot, essentially. And going on from that, you should definitely check out the first two episodes of the Bad Batch on Disney Plus if you haven't already, because they they are excellent, a lot of fun. So those are the new shows that were announced. But but let's take a quick look at. Uh, last week on the companion because uh it was quite a big one james oh gosh yes as we said in the last briefing we were kind of staring down the barrel of man tapping in conversation uplifting women in film and tv and i think saturday evening for us saturday daytime for the americans it all kicked off and it was just an amazing event it was it was better than i i had anticipated and to be honest, I anticipated quite a lot. <laughs> I was blown away by how great uh, Sam Mags and Amanda Tapping were. I was actually sort of switching things live in the back end. But I wanted to just be standing up and clapping the whole time because it was just, it was remarkable. So if you missed that, I can't wait for you to be able to check it out very, very, very soon. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I obviously wasn't working as hard as you, but I was jumping between the companion twitter and the comments box and so i wasn't really taking things in I, every now and again i'd get this you know the like you said it'll be something that would make me want to wave a big red flag like i was in the chorus line of lame ears or something but the moment would just pass so quickly because i'd be bouncing onto something else so i'm really looking forward to kind of sinking my teeth into the um, the videos and uh, transcript and all of the other juicy things we're working on behind the scenes here we also uh, debuted the first audio article on the Companion last week for your your article, Sam Carter, A Father's Battle of Daughter's War. And the reception's been great. People seem to really like the new kind of dimension to that piece of content from before, that award-winning piece of content, as you like to remind me. Yeah. I got an email just this weekend, actually, somebody congratulating me on having won an award. So <laughs> the campaign is working. I'm getting that information out there. You kind of teased earlier that there would be some post Amanda event content coming soon. Can you tell us something about some of that? She's going on Brad Wright's podcast. That's the, the first crossover in the companion cinematic universe. And then we'll be working with her on a subject really close to, to our hearts, which is mental health. You can do a podcast entitled Mind Over Antimatter. And that's about as much as I can say. Yeah, that's, that's a real tease. But it's obviously the Mental Health Awareness Week starting today. So it's really exciting to be working with Amanda on a subject like that, which I know she's just as passionate about as you and I are. That's going to be really fun to dive into that with her. And we're going to be encouraging Stargate fans to share their stories of how Stargate's probably helped them through some tougher times, because I think that's one of the brilliant sort of shared uh, responses to all of these franchises that we're fans of and how they help us get through these rougher patches, really. Yeah, I mean, the feedback we get from readers on some of our more emotional articles are that those are the articles that really resonate. Those are the ones that make a difference because they reflect how the the fans kind of consume those shows and what they get out of them and the, the emotional journey they go on. And it's really super cool to be in a place to take that full circle. And, you know, you watch Stargate or you watch... Farscape or Star Trek or whatever, and you, you see an experience that you can project something onto or you can take something away from that helps you explore your own feelings or your own experiences in kind of this really safe, contained way where, you know, it doesn't feel too close and too real. 
and we're bringing that full circle really which is just a really lovely and important thing to do and yeah I, I wish there'd been resources like this around when I was in my teens and 20s but that's not all that's coming this week on the companion in terms of Stargate content is that right yeah coming this Sunday we have an interview with James Lafazanos or Lafazanos I'm not entirely sure he'll know though so just ask him if you need to know um, he played pretty much every other wraith in Stargate Atlantis. So he's got some really interesting insights on you know, the nature of the Wraith, as well as the, the intensive makeup process, and I think just stories about people not realising it's the same actor whenever he comes on set. Brilliant. I look forward to that, because the Wraith are like some of my favourite villains in all of Stargate, so really interested to hear some of the behind-the-scenes on that. Okay, so that's it. Um, as always, you can submit any questions about the companion content or anything else for that matter, and you can just send them through to tommy at thecompanion.app. Tell us what you think about the briefing. We haven't received any critical feedback so far, and I'm not saying that I'm angling for criticism, but unless you tell me to, to stop, I just won't. Absolutely, so please send that through. And we've not been cancelled yet, James, so I guess we'll be back next week. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye-bye.